Welcome to the Weather Guru's current U.S. weather update for the contiguous lower 48 United States for April 28, 2022. Happy Arbor Day. Happy belated Earth Day. Uh, we're heading into spring, into the core of the spring season as we head into the month of May. And uh, things are going to be ramping up as far as severe weather is concerned in the middle of the country, in the nation's heartland, as they call it, Oklahoma, Texas, Kansas, Nebraska, etc. As far as uh, the potential for severe weather for the next couple of days, as well as the threat of tornadoes. Uh, we're getting in that to that season. As once again, I tell you, the peak of the tornado season is going to be from about May 15th through uh, the first part of June. Uh, it's looking to be the peak of the tornadic season. Uh, but you can, of course, get hail, damaging winds, and other components of tornado of uh, strong supercell storms and mesocyclone. Uh, MSC, Mesocyclonic Convective Systems, okay, Mesoscale Convective Systems as well. So we're going to be talking about all of that as well as the current drought conditions that is affecting California, Southern California. Drought restrictions are in effect. As you know, 40 million people share the same Colorado River Basin uh, water flow in the western and southwest part of the United States off the Colorado River there. And a lot of the lakes there, Lake Mead and things of that nature, have been have been reduced. Um, and so water restrictions are in effect. Many other parts of the country and the world, have, as a matter of fact, as when water and oil seems to be the two biggest things, uh, natural resources that have been fought over for centuries and uh, that we need to survive as, as, as humans on the climate. So we're going to get into that um, today. And basically, I'm going to give you an overview of what's the current United States conditions right now. Currently, we have sunny skies in the northeast and southeast, as well as the lower Sun Belt from Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas, over through L.A., Phoenix, El Paso, New Orleans. You're all good. The issue is in the northeast right now, the temperatures are about 10 to 12 degrees Fahrenheit cooler than normal. Highs in the 50s and 40s from D.C., New York and Boston up through the main corridor and I-95 corridor, North Corridor. And even in the interior, in the Adirondacks, and the green and white mountains, temperatures have been in the 40s all day, albeit with sunshine. So that is a blessing because two days ago, uh, the area did not have that. And that was also a uh, precursor for uh, things that people were wondering if spring and summer would ever arrive. Well, it's coming, but it's going to be a little bit delayed as the jet stream is taking a dive to the south there, a trough. And uh, that's going to be changing the next couple of days as the jet, the jet stream shifts to further to the west, the buckle, and that's going to create the severe weather in, uh, in the heartland. But coming back to where we at, the current conditions. In St. Louis, we have showers. Uh, Missouri, we have showers. In Chicago, there's brief showers and cool weather coming through the central plains heading into the Ohio Valley. We have showers up in the Red River Valley, up in, I mean, on the, um, yes, in the Red River Valley, up in North Dakota, uh, from North I-94 in Fargo, and also heading toward International Falls. Now, this area does not need rainfall. The river flood gauges are reading um, at moderate stage flooding, so they do not need the rain, but showers will continue along with the snow melt there. It's going to continue to melt, and that's going to create some localized flooding. So be on the lookout for that if you're in the northern Dakotas or northern Minnesota in the arrowhead of that area. Now, out west, Intermountain West, there will be snow showers from Jackson Hole, Wyoming, through Yellowstone, up into the Bitterroot chain of Montana, as well as the Boot Hill country of Idaho and Oregon. Out west, things are good from San Jose, California, San Francisco, down through the San Joaquin Valley, Fresno, Bakersfield, Clovis, L.A. looks good, down through San Diego. Temperatures in the 70s and 80s degrees Fahrenheit and very dry conditions. Relative humidity have been sparked down into the 10% 
to less than 10% in some cases down there. So there is a fire danger in the Four Corners region that I should mention to also that it's going to be contributing for the whole state of New Mexico, Arizona, and southern Colorado. Fire danger is in effect, so try to limit the burns as well. So that's what we have in the National Weather Radar conditions here currently on this April 28th, Thursday. As we head toward the weekend, multiple rounds of severe thunderstorms and heavy rain is ahead. And so we're going to get right into this, the severe thunderstorm threat right in the heartland, right in Tornado Alley, if you will. This current outlook is brought to you by the Storm Prediction Center, SPC. And the first day we have an, a slightly enhanced risk here. But on the second day, we get an extended enhanced risk, uh, just extending from Topeka and Wichita, Kansas, down through Oklahoma City and Tulsa. Along that, there's an enhanced risk. There's a slight risk, which is the next step down for Oklahoma City, Kansas City, Missouri, Omaha, Nebraska, Lincoln, Nebraska, and Overland Park, Kansas. And then there's a big area of marginal risk outside of that zone. Uh, extending from Fort Worth, te Texas, the, through Des Moines, Iowa, Springfield, Missouri, Denton, Texas, and Louisville, Texas here. And so we're looking at the convective outlook for tomorrow here, and we're very concerned because we have all the ingredients coming together. We have the low-level jet feeding into, from the Gulf of Mexico, feeding into this uh, system here, well, along with the jet stream and along with the dry line that's extend, extended from uh, just west of Dallas-Fort Worth out toward Amarillo and Midland, Odessa. And that dry line is going to meet up with that um, the Gulf moisture, and that's going to create some wind shear. That's going to create some convective opportunity for these, definitely for tornadoes to come in and to play here. And so right now, tornadoes risk is at a five out of ten or fifty percent, um, but hailstones greater than two inches, two and a half inches will be in diameter will be an issue for non-supercell tornadic thunderstorms that will be coming into places like Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, Kansas City, Kansas, Missouri, uh, you know, Tulsa, up through that area, through Norman, Oklahoma, and down through the Red River Valley there, um, and, uh, and Texoma, and as you call it there, and Childress, and Denton, Texas, and things of that nature with the marginal risk. So even if you do not get the tornadic risk, still hailstones greater than two inches can cause a lot of damage to property and the cars. So please make sure if you're in that area, please make sure to protect yourself and, um, appropriately. So that's on Friday, but also on Saturday, the area shifts a little bit slightly east toward the mid-Mississippi River Valley. So places like Memphis, St. Louis, Missouri, Springfield, Illinois, Evansville, Evansville Illinois, um, Evansville, Indiana, Peoria, Illinois, and then into Chicago with a marginal risk, and the Great Lakes region with a marginal risk, Milwaukee, Louisville, Kentucky, Fort Wayne, Indiana, places like that will extend. So the, the, the risk come down on Saturday to slight and marginal, but there still is a risk for the change of height of winds with height and direction, what we call wind shear, is going to be affecting those areas, uh, mostly in Illinois, Central Illinois, down through the Ohio Valley, Louisville, Memphis, St. Louis, Missouri, places like that need to watch out as there's a slight risk on day three. So this is a multi-day event that we've been issued here. And then we'll cool things off on Sunday with only um, severe weather. We'll cool things off on Sunday, um, and we won't, have much, we won't have to worry about the nation's heartland as far as severe weather. So that's what we have on tap as far as the national outlook and the severe weather outlook for our lower contiguous 48 United States. And by the way, the month of May, it looks to be anomalously cool 
and to so it's going to be an average in terms of temperature anomaly so to speak i want to tell you this as an aside it's going to be looks to be an average to above average may but may is going to start off cool once again as the jet stream continues to dip south um, as well as we don't have a ridge in the south, at least for two-thirds, eastern two-thirds of the country, until it goes back into the ridge pattern later on in mid-May, and it will definitely be warming up. Where average high should be on tap for 70 to 80 degrees Fahrenheit for many of the locations in the United States, which is where we should be for this time of year. So uh, the drought restrictions are there, unfortunately, for California. Six million Southern California residents face unprecedented water restrictions. You know water is life. Um, we need. We can only go three days without water. Uh, these plants have been gone many days without water. The drought is most exceptional from El Paso, Texas, through western Texas, into New Mexico, Clovis, Roswell, uh, Alamogordo, you name it. It is extremely dry out there, and even in Arizona, and even in California. So, the Metropolitan Water District of Southern California, according to the AccuWeather, declared a weather shortage emergency, implemented an emergency water conservation for the first time in its history on Tuesday. Uh, the measures mandate the residents and businesses across L.A., San Bernardino, and Ventura counties slash water uses by 20 to 30 percent. The drastic cuts limit outdoor water watering to one day per week. So you can only water your garden or your plants or whatever you have outside, uh, washing your car, one day a week in San Bernardino and Los Angeles County, counties, which, by the way, are the second and third largest counties in the nation um, in the United States um, as far as land area in terms of people and population. So. Just want to keep that in mind. They will not take effect into June 1st, so you still have another month and some change to prepare for this, according to the City News Service, a Southern California-based news agency. Those who break these rules will be subject to fines up to $2,000 U.S. dollars um, per acre foot of water that exceeds the mandate. So we have record-breaking drought conditions, and this is why the reservoir conditions from Shasta, Mount Shasta up north, all the way down through Milliton, Castiac, Folsom, Don Pedro, Oroville, these uh, reservoir conditions are down, each down 10 to 15 to 25% down compared to average capacity levels um, that they normally would see during this time of year. So take it very seriously if you're in that area. Uh, we're in exceptional drought out there, and our prayers and concerns are with those folks out there in the American Southwest and the state of California and Nevada as they're in extreme drought conditions. And the rain has just not been happening because we've been having these ridges come in, the jet stream bucks had this high ridge, you know, omega highs come in, and these different, you know, different formations that come in, and it hasn't allowed the rain, it allows the rain to run, kind of like ridge runners, running a, along the high, um, the heat high from Seattle to Portland, the showers have been there, and into the Intermountain West, but not in that Four Corners region, and so it's evaded, hoping that will change, just gotta wait and see. So this has been your Weather Guru, current weather conditions for Thursday, and severe weather outlook for Thursday, April 28, 2022. Thank you for listening. Please be sure to subscribe to get the latest and also for the next one. Thank you very much. Have a great afternoon and evening, wherever you may be.